You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's all over in Phoenix, and uh, the story of this game is pretty simple. DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns backcourt. That's it. 120 to 109. How about Chris Paul in this game? 19 assists, 17 points, four turnovers. Meanwhile, DeAndre Ayton destroyed Sacramento, 29 points, 11 rebounds. And then Mr. King Killer, all right, Devin Booker with just a monster game. Just a monster game. Typical, the Phoenix Suns, all right? Was DeAndre Ayton the difference? No. The difference was Paul, Booker, and Ayton, all right? There you have it. Well, you're not getting a big man, all right? It's the all-star break. You know, they lost to a good team. Phoenix has been playing very well, very well. Final score, 120 to 109. Really good to have you here on the Kings post game show. the beam is going to be dark a while because the Kings don't play until after the all-star break at home against Portland. And uh, the final score tonight, 120 to 109. Can you imagine this Phoenix team when they get their man back? Right. And the man I'm talking about is Kevin Durant. Could you imagine that? Sabonis had 24 points and 15 rebounds. I wouldn't say he made him look silly, but it's a tough matchup, you know? Absolutely. Uh, This one, do the Kings have a chance to beat the Suns with Kevin Durant? I don't think so. No. Not not with Paul, Booker, and Aiton playing like that. No, I don't think so. I, I just, I don't see it happening. But that's okay. You don't have to beat the Suns to have a successful season like Sacramento was uh, thinking. All right. Post-game show, 120 to 109. Ryan in Sacktown will be joining us here in a little bit. We hope to be able to connect with uh, Dorian, who's been a phenomenal supporter of this show. Uh, We're trying to get his audio, all right, going. 
the internet uh, has been a little sketchy for Ryan and I am. Okay. So we're, we're working on that. Ryan's internet's going in and out. Dorian can't hear me right now, but we'll get that going. 120 to 109. Here's the scores by quarter. 29 to 27, Sacramento by two in the first. 35 to 29, the Suns won the second quarter. Third quarter, even a 28. Kings were down 11 in that third. They did a nice job to come back to keep it a four-point game going into the fourth. But that third, that fourth quarter was all Phoenix. All Phoenix. 30 to 23. 120 to 109. Sacramento with De'Aaron Fox. Played 39 minutes in this game. 35 points on only 22 shots. That's a very efficient game. Made four of seven from beyond the arc. Seven of eight from the foul line. You know, the thing about Fox tonight, though, he had four assists and, and, and five turnovers. So that that's a little bit of an issue. You know, the five turnovers. All right? So... Give me your thoughts. Trying to hook up with Ryan here and Dorian, so that's why I'm looking at my phone. And we'll get them on as soon as we can. All right, give me uh, some more messages on the chat. We'll go with that. And it is the All-Star break. All right, something I want to do. It's the All-Star break. I'm going to give you my grade for the Kings through the first part of the season. This team has 32 wins. All right? They have 32 wins. And they have 25 losses. My grade is an A. I can't give them an A plus because they've had too many losses to bad teams. All right? The Charlottes of the world, the Washingtons, things of that nature. New Orleans the other night without anybody playing. So I can't give the Kings an A plus. But I'm giving them an A. What is your grade for the first part of this season? As we get ready for the stretch drive, I got to give him an A. How could you give him anything less than an A? 32 and 25, number three seed in the West. I don't see how you could give him anything less than an A, but we got a couple of B's coming in. I don't see it. I, I don't see a B. They're third in the West. How do you give him a B? You know? A++. I can't give them an A++ because they have too many losses to teams that they should not have lost to. You know, I can't do that. For the people that are giving Bs, be a little bit more. Now tell me why a B. I don't understand the B. How do you give them a B? All right. How do you give them a B? I don't understand that. Incredible. A minus. I'm okay with an A minus. It's got to be an A though. Well, when you say they're not a top-tier team, I'm not judging them as a top-tier team. I'm judging the Kings on the totality of the record. I'm not judging them against Boston, Denver, and Milwaukee. Stop it, okay? I'm judging them on their expectations for this year and where they are at the All-Star break. They're 32-25. and 25. So, you know, how do you not give them an A? Most people didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. All right? And they're third in the West? They're 32 and 25. All right. I like this. This is good. A for offense, C for defense, rounded out a B plus. All right. All right. So again, how's it anything less than an A? Raise your hand if you thought the Kings would have more than 32 wins at the All-Star break. Raise your hand if you thought the Kings 
would have anywhere near 30 wins at the All-Star break. Thank you very much for the donation on the Super Chat, Alex. We greatly appreciate that. How, how, do you, how is that? We're going to give him a B? I mean, come on now. Again, thank you very much for the donation. We appreciate it. Someone says it's an A. We haven't made the playoffs in over 15 years. I'll take the third seat at this point all day. Amen. That's exactly right. You know? This is a good one. Maybe these non-A fans haven't been watching what we've been watching for 17 years. Oh, nothing wrong with a B. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a B except for it should be an A. All right, you just aced your final exam, and instead of you getting an A, the teacher gave you a B, and you're like, what the hell do I have to do to get an A? That's what you're saying to your teacher. You're going, wait a minute, you gave me a B? I just did an A exam. I I wrote an A paper. How do I get a B? How do I get a B? Well, I'm, you know, there were a couple people in the class that did better than you. The guy from Boston did better than you. The guy in Denver did better than you. The guy in Milwaukee did. Who the hell cares? I don't care about Boston, Denver, and Milwaukee. I care about the, the exam and paper I handed in to you. Was it not an A paper? Yes, it was. Well, then give me an A. The Kings are 32 and 25. You know? Unbelievable. A minus. Only because there were a few losses that shouldn't have happened. Charlotte, Washington, Atlanta. I get that. I'm okay with an A minus, but not a B. You know? All right. Well, what about the teams that they shouldn't have beat that they did beat? Do you forget about those? What about beating Cleveland twice when Cleveland was hot as hell? That doesn't count. You know? Come on now. All right. Eli checking in. Grant, you've been saying the Kings have been playing well for the past month. How do you reconcile that with an A? Eli! They're 32 and 25. Eli, they're third in the West. They're 32 and 25. Where did you have the Kings before the season, Eli? Did you have them third in the West with 32 wins at the All-Star break? How the hell do you not give them an A? And they haven't been playing well the last couple of weeks. And that's even a further testament to how good their season's been. Because they haven't been playing well, and they're still third in the West. You know, that's another reason why I give him an A. Come on. Unbelievable. Someone says, wake up, Eli. Eli, wake up is right. And I love Eli. He's a big-time supporter of what we do here. Fiery rant. My goodness, Grant, that is not a fiery rant. You want a fiery rant, give me a title, give me a topic. And I'll be doing it, you know? Here's, all right. I bet they would go 36 plus on a season and make the playoffs. Well, good. Then I guess you're going to win your money then. All right? Unbelievable right now. Grant's rant, 100%. Yeah, give me some, give me some rant ideas. I'll be coming right at you. Hey, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. Recall the number on your screen. And remember that New Works is available 24-7. So, you know, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They'll be there. New Works Plumbing, they're awesome. Sacserviceplumbing.com or, again, the number on your screen. This is fun. I love the grades, all right? I love the grades. Keep them coming, all right? Uh-oh, we got NBA guru Zach who screws up everybody on the road with the metered ramps in Sacramento. 
If people expect you to be the eight to 10 seed before the season and are currently third, then you should be getting an A, no questions. NBA guru, Zach. Spot on, my friend. NBA guru, Zach. 100% correct. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. 20 to 109. Paul, amazing. Eight and amazing. Devin Booker was Devin Booker. Let me ask you this. When the Phoenix Suns get Kevin Durant on the floor, are they going to win the championship? Wow. How about that? All right. Let's see if we can get hooked up with Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan? Well, I guess the answer to that question is no. He's having some internet problems. All right? Amazing. Uh, someone says, that was an A-plus in entertainment, ripping off your glasses and shouting. Big-time energy. Well, I only know about energy. I always bring the energy, you know? Tired of hearing Booker's name tonight. Well, guess what? Every time the Kings play Booker, you'll hear his name a lot. You know why? Because he kills the Kings every single time they play him. There you go. Uh, NBA guru predicted the Kings would only win 25 games. A lot of people predicted that. I don't have a problem with that. 120 to 109, the uh, second quarter and the fourth quarters were the problem for Sacramento tonight. So you go into the All-Star break, 35, and, or excuse me, 32 and 25, third seed in the West, uh, 15 and 13 on the road. Right now, the Clippers are playing the Warriors, and it's 81 to 76. All right, now let me give you the updated standings as we get into the West. Now, there were still some more games tomorrow and then again on Thursday. So keep that in mind as we're going over the standings. And again, the Clippers are playing the Warriors right now. So Sacramento goes into the break at 32 and 25. Phoenix also plays one more game before the break. They play the Clippers. So right now, the Suns are one game behind Sacramento. Seven and a half back are the Kings, eight and a half back are the Suns. The Mavericks are currently 31 and 28. They are right now two games behind Sacramento. The Clippers are 31 and 28. They are currently two games behind Sacramento. All right. And again, they're playing the Warriors right now. And they play the Suns coming up on Thursday. Then you have the Pelicans, also with 28 losses, two and a half games back. Minnesota with 29 losses, two and a half back. Golden State, again, they're either going to win or lose tonight. They are currently a total of three games back of Sacramento. And then the Jazz are four games back. But keep in mind, the standings are going to change based on the outcome of that Clippers-Warriors game. If the Clippers win, they will only be a game and a half behind Sacramento. And again, the Phoenix Suns play the Clippers come up on Thursday. So there you have it. Those are your standings in the West. All right. Thank you very much for your support. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, it is a very close race. And that's why, Maureen, every single game is absolutely crucial. Absolutely crucial. Uh, if I'm being honest, Phoenix will pass us in the standings. They will pass you. That's okay. Listen, you it's okay if teams pass you in the standings. Here's the goal right now. Let's just call it the way it is. The goal right now is not to be third in the West, okay? If you're going to be objective about this and you're going to be realistic, 
Here's the goal for Sacramento. The goal is to be sixth or higher. Because if you're sixth or higher, you don't have to be in the play-in. And here's why I say that this year. I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do. But if you're in the play-in tournament, you could be playing a healthy Golden State team or a healthy Lakers team. And I don't like those numbers if I'm Sacramento. I do not want to play the Warriors in a play-in game. Not if Steph Curry's on the floor. Don't want to go there. I don't want to play the Lakers in a play-in game if they have LeBron and AD healthy. Don't want to do it. So the goal right now, forget about number three. I know it's all sexy and, you know, we all get off on the fact that, gee, the Kings are third in the West, okay? Here's where you need to be if you're a Kings fan right now. Make sure you finish in the top six. And right now, the bridge between where the Kings are and the seventh place team is two and a half games. There you have it, okay? That's the goal. Don't worry about being third or fourth. Be top six. That's where you want to be. All right. Somebody said this. Fox and Sabonis need help. They can't win every game for the Kings. The players need to step it up. I would agree this is going to take a, com- a concerted team effort with the schedule upcoming. All right. Uh, Monk is hurt, but you know what? You, he's missed his second straight game. Lydia, the Kings just beat Dallas with Monk on the bench, so that doesn't fly with me. Hey, Lydia. The Phoenix Suns played tonight with a guy by the name of Kevin Durant. Have you heard of him? I know you have. You're a big-time fan. You can't use a player missing a game. You just can't go there. You really can't. All right, let's see if we got Ryan back with good internet. Ryan, can you hear me, my friend? Yeah, I got you. You got me? I got you good. And are we good to go to Dorian? Uh, not yet. He is having okay. an issue, but we are still efforting right now. All right, no problem. All right, so let me give you get your impressions. We yep. talked about eight and at the head. We talked about eight and at the half. He killed Sacramento. But you know what? Not any more than Chris Paul killed him or Devin Booker. Those three guys were just too much to handle for the Kings tonight. Yeah, they were. Um, when you get all three of them going at the same time, watch out. And that doesn't even have Duran added into the mix yet. Um, but, you know, I don't think the Kings played a bad game. But uh, credit to Phoenix. They definitely came out, won this game. Kings did not deserve to yeah. win. I agree with you. I don't think the Kings played a bad game. I thought they got beat by a team that was better tonight. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think when you have Paul Aiton and Booker playing like that, they're a better team than Sacramento, and that doesn't even include Kevin Durant. Can you imagine how good this team's going to be when KD gets on the floor? It's scary, Grant. Once If they can figure it out, and the, the yeah. scary thing is Durant's not needy with the ball, right? He doesn't have to have it always in his hands, so that's what makes it really, really cool for them. All right, as I go to this sponsor, I want you to think about this. While you were figuring out the internet there with some issues, I gave grades for the first part of the season now that we're at the All-Star break. I gave the Kings an A, and the reason why I didn't give them an A-plus is because they had a couple of bad losses, Charlotte at home, Atlanta at home, Washington at home, but I gave them an A. I also said I don't know how anyone can give them under an A. They're third in the West and 32-25 and 25 at the break. To me, that's an A. I'm going to talk about Bennett's, and then you give me your grade. Bennett's with uh, two locations in Roseville and Sacramento. Of course, in Roseville on Eureka, right near Lead Hill, Lead Hill Boulevard, and in Sacramento on the corner of Howe and Fair Oaks. Don't forget about their weekend brunch. I love the redfish. The prime seafood is great. The redfish is my favorite, along with a side of sautéed spinach that comes with the redfish. If you're in the steaks, I'm telling you, it's tough to beat the bone-in ribeye. They have the prime New York. The porterhouse is phenomenal. They also have hanger steak. 
It's all there for you at Bennett's. They're going to add a third location coming soon to Blue Oaks Town Center. And don't forget, Bennett's a big-time supporter of the Sacramento Kings. All right, Rhino, what, what's your grade for the first part of the season? Grant, when I take All right, I got to put him back in the audience. We're having internet problems again uh, from the household there in Sacramento. Uh, Mitchell is not doing anything. Absolutely. All right. Mitchell is not doing anything offensively. You're right. He hasn't all year and he's not going to. All right. You just have to accept that's who he is. All right. I've been talking about this all year. It's okay. He's in his second year. Okay. He has limitations offensively. All right. He has limitations offensively. And I'm just sending a message to Dorian. He still cannot hear me. So um, I see that he is waiting to come on. But I want to get Dorian on because uh, he's a wild card winner. So what we'll do is we're going to move Dorian to the next postgame show. And he can uh, join us then for his donation on the Super Chat. Uh, Murray's okay, but he's a rookie. All right. And rookies are going to be inconsistent. And I'm okay with that. All right. Like, for instance, you look at Murray tonight. Played 21 minutes. Only two of seven, six points. He was minus 16 for the game. So he didn't, you know, again, he he didn't play well. All right. You know, Sabonis was minus 19 for the game. You know, keep that in mind. He was minus 19. So you're going to have games like that. You're going to have games like that. Somebody said that three-point shot by CP3 in the middle of the fourth was the moment we lost the game. Hmm. You know, you lost by 11. I'm not so sure I would say that. I, I agree with you. It was a big shot, but I'm not so sure that that was the case. All right? So, all right, Dorian, I'm just going to go with you and see if you can hear me and if I can hear you. Can you hear me at all or not? Hey, Grant, I can hear you. Good. All right, we're on a little bit delay. First of all, I want to say thank you for your support. Uh, I really appreciate all the support here on uh, our platforms, and I appreciate that. And Thank you very much. For your donation. So I want to start off with that. Thank you so much. Give me your thoughts on the game tonight. Uh, you know, I thought the Kings played a really well rounding game. Unfortunately, they lost, uh, played really well. Paul played really well. You know, I thought the Kings, you know, they played a pretty good, you know, Jonas had 24, Fox, you know, had 35. I thought Kevin had a pretty good shooting night too. He, he was for the, for the team and for the players. You know, I thought Terrence Davis, you know, brought some pretty good energy like, like he always does. I feel yep. like, but he tries to be as energetic as he can and, and provide some value for the team. So uh, the game with Aiden in the first half, half, I thought Aiden just was just a monster playing really well. I thought the Kings lost the game. Hey, for the people that don't know a lot about you, uh, you played football at Sac State. What years were you at Sac State? I was the uh, I played football at Sacramento State and uh, graduated in 2010 and 2015. Just amazing experience. I love Sacramento Sacramento State's the uh, beautiful part of my life to have, uh, you know, gone through that and, 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 and be an alumni now. All right, so let's get back to the Kings. I gave them an A, Dorian, at 30 sure. or 32 and 25 at the break. Give me your letter grade. What grade are you giving the Kings? I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Grant. There, you know, for the Kings being the, the third, third seed, I don't think anybody would have thought the Kings would be. So I'm giving the Kings an A. The last five games, I'm giving them a B minus. Mm-hmm. You know, that first game at 140, great game. That second game, you know, Jalen Green almost beat the Kings by himself. The Mavericks, they, 
you know, they, they, they let the Mavericks score 45 in the first quarter. And then the fourth night, you know, unfortunately, they didn't like the beam. Um, so I'm giving the Kings the beam minus the last five games. But overall, good for you. And I want to say thank you uh, for going to Bennett's and saying you heard about them on my postgame show. It means a lot. Dorian, listen, buddy, I'm going to let you go. I want to say thank you for your patience tonight with the Internet. Uh, again, thank you for your support. Uh, it, it, it's not going unnoticed. I respect and appreciate everything you've done. And thanks for joining me, buddy. I really appreciate it. Great. It's an honor to be on your stream and to talk Sacramento Kings. I think about you and Jerry. You know, I'll be 30 here in April. And those those early 2000 and, and Jerry uh, doing play-by-play, play play, just, you know, amazing memories for myself. I just couldn't wait to get home and, and listen to you guys. Guys, so thank you so much. You know, uh, if you're watching, up, subscribe, uh, download, listen app, listen to Grant, uh, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. Sometimes during the week, guys, to be on your stream. Go Kings! Thank you, buddy. That's good stuff from Dorian, my agent, <laughs> promoting everything I'm doing. I love that. Thank you, Dorian. That's good stuff right there. All right. So again, the final score tonight: 120 uh, to 109. And uh, we apologize for uh, some of the internet problems with uh, Ryan and Dorian. I think the Kings lost the game when TD had three bad plays and turnovers in a row in the third, could not dig out of that hole. Anita, I think there's a lot of truth to that. That was a very bad stretch uh, by TD there. I think you're absolutely spot on. Absolutely. Good, good job right there. You know, I think you're right, Anita. Uh, you look at the Kings tonight, 17 turnovers and only 23 assists. That's not a good assist to turnover ratio. It's just not. It's not a good assist-to-turnover ratio. By the way, you can also join me and Ryan right here on the stream uh, by donating on the Super Chat. We'll take the two highest ones over the next five games and then, of course, a wild card like Dorian was. So if you contribute, you're eligible. And we got merchandise coming out soon, T-shirts, among other things. So I'm very uh, excited about that. 120 to 109. Again, I'm looking at the numbers here. Only 31% shooting from downtown uh, from the Suns, but they shot 57% for the game. And the Kings shot just under 45% for the game. They made 14 of 38 for 36.8%. But that assist-to-turnover ratio was terrible. All right? Here's the difference in the assist-to-turnover ratio. For Sacramento, 23-17. For Phoenix, 33 assists, 13 turnovers. There you have it. And how about Chris Paul tonight? Nine. 19 assists, 19 assists and only four turnovers. That's a clinic, a clinic at the point guard position. All right, let's see if Ryan can hear me here. He's going to uh, a little makeshift internet. All right, what, what's going on with the internet tonight in Sacramento, my friend? Dave, I think we got an issue with the platform. So <laughs> we're going old school right now. You got me okay? Yep, I got you fine. You're all okay. good. All right, good. so we, we didn't hear your letter grade. What's your grade for the Kings? Uh, I'm giving them an A. So I, I'm grading that on expectations. I'm grading that on consistency. I'm grading that on the fact that they've had two all-stars and they're third in the West. And um, I just feel like this team, especially not making any moves at the deadline to come out the last two games and play the way that they have, even though they lost tonight, it yep. just solidifies that, you know, they are, they are ahead of schedule. So for being ahead of schedule, they get an A in my book. I agree with you. This is a very good one. The Suns were passing the ball around like Dallas, wide open shots all night. Yeah, you know, when you shoot near, you know, 60% for the game, 
uh, you're getting good looks. Absolutely. And uh, Dorian getting a lot of love from uh, the crew here. And we appreciate that as well, John. Thank you very much. Dorian's a big, big contributor. And we really appreciate that. Uh, plus the, the Suns did destroy the Kings in the paint all night. That's been an issue really the whole season. You know, that's been an issue the whole season. Yeah, it has, Grant. And as the Kings go deeper into the season, especially trying to make a playoff push, they're going to have to figure out with the tools or the players that they have what they're going to do because that's going to become even more significant as the playoffs approach. Um, You know, the game slows down a little bit to a degree. And they've got to be able to defend inside, and that's the weak spot that they have to get figured out. Well, first of all, they have to make the playoffs first, okay? Correct. Correct. They're 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 a De'Aaron Fox two weeks two week absence from not making the playoffs. Okay, and I'm just telling you when you look at the West, that's a real possibility. So I know everyone's t- talking playoffs this playoffs that, and, and I get that you're third in the West, but it's February still. It's not April, and you and I, Ryan, have gone down the schedule a lot here coming out of the All Star break. So now you have it. Okay, thirty two. And 25 at the All-Star break. But let me do this again for the folks that weren't with us when we went over the schedule. All right? Coming out of the All-Star break, home Portland. Now, you ready for this? Yep. At the Clippers, two games at Oklahoma City, which is a very good team now. Home Clippers, home Minnesota, which has got Mike Conley at point. New Orleans at home, who just embarrassed Sacramento without anyone on the floor two weeks ago. Knicks at home. At Phoenix. Hello, Giannis, the Greek freak, comes into town, Milwaukee. Then a road trip at Chicago, at Brooklyn, at Washington, at Utah. Not a very formidable road trip there, but they're all on the road. All right, and the Chicago-Brooklyn is back-to-back. You come home and play, guess what? Welcome, here are the Boston Celtics waiting for you. Oh, and then after Boston, here comes Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. Then you have a home game against Utah. Here comes Mike Conley and Gobert and company, Minnesota. Two games on the road at Portland and Damian Lillard. Come back home, take on a bad San Antonio team. At New Orleans, may have Zion on the floor then. At Dallas, home Golden State at Denver. So, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Debbie Downer here and Mr. Negative, but you got to make the playoffs first. I don't know about you, Rhino. That's a daunting schedule the Kings have coming out of the All-Star break. Oh, Grant, absolutely. It's a, We've talked about that schedule for weeks now. And when I say playoffs, let me be clear, because I said this a couple of nights ago. They, they are in the playoffs now. To make the playoffs, they have to, this next 17-game stretch, act like it's the playoffs. And right. defense is going to tighten up as we get closer to the playoffs, especially with the teams like the Lakers, Clippers that have made new or made the big trades to get different players, Phoenix, who we saw tonight. So, yeah, it, I don't know what they're going to do with the schedule, but the one thing that I would say is they're very good with their back against the wall, and they're very good against teams that yeah. are elite. They play better, so that could play in their favor. All right, for those of you that are uh, watching in Northern California, we're happy to have you. For those of you watching around the world, uh, it is great to have you joining us from all parts of the globe. Guards and wings got to keep their men in front of them and stop all the easy drives. They do, but here's the problem. When they get beat, there's nobody back there that's a threat. There's no shot blocker. There's nobody back there that is going to intimidate anyone. And one thing, Anita, the Kings have shown they're not capable of stopping anyone. And that's not going to change, Anita. We're not going to just wake up 
after the All-Star break and watch the Kings all of a sudden play good defense. They are who they are. We know their sample size. We know what they are. Not going to happen. Well, right? Grant, a- they're, cap- they're capable in spurts of playing good defense. You know, we saw that in the Dallas game yesterday. We saw that in the first quarter of the Phoenix game, or Dallas game two nights ago. We saw that in the first quarter tonight against Phoenix. Um, and Nita is right to a degree. The guards are having a big trouble on the perimeter. Um, so they've got to just figure it out as a team. And Nita's spot on. Absolutely. Um, you know, a shot blocker. But, you know, if you, if that's all you can do, all right, that's Davion Mitchell. And why, and I know Davion Mitchell's not a shot blocker. I'm trying to make the point. You got to be able to do more things to be on the floor and help a team win. Like Davion Mitchell, we know how good on the ball he is. But he's a liability offensively. At least he's been a liability this year. And I listen, I hate to sound like I'm ragging on Davion Mitchell. I yeah. mean, he he's he's in his second year. And he can help the team. But unfortunately, he hurts the team offensively when he's on the floor. The defense can play differently against the rest of the guys on the floor. Here's Mitchell tonight. Perfect example. He played 10 minutes. 0 of 3. No points. Sorry. You can't have your point guard playing 10 minutes and not scoring. Can't have it. Just can't yeah, have it. And you can't also have a guy that is on the floor for defense get two fouls within like a four or five minute span. No. You know, that that's no. the other thing. Usually he's pretty good about not doing that. But, you know, at best, Davion's a zero in the plus minus column offensively. Yep. Typically. He, had, he had no assist either. And here it is. If you're going to play in 2023, unless you are a freak, and I'm talking about just a defensive freak and rebounder, you can't play. And if you're a guard and you can't score, you cannot play in this day and age of the NBA. When I mean you can't play, I mean you can't play consistent minutes. Can't have it. In this day and age, if you're a guard and you are not able to score, you are going to be on the floor on a very limited basis. That tweet, that that message is spot on 100% correct. So let me ask you this question because um, you called these games. How would Doug Christie fare? in this game right now fine Doug was a was more than uh, an average offensive player his offense was not showcased because of Mike Bibby and Chris Weber and Vladi and Peja but Doug was when Doug had the ball Doug was a threat to score you had to guard him you don't have to guard Davion Mitchell you had to guard Doug like Doug is a far superior offensive player than Davion Mitchell, far superior offensive player. It's not really close. Davion Mitchell has to become a threat. He doesn't have to become an all-star caliber offensive player, but Ryan, what he has to become when he has the ball, he has to be a threat to score. Right now, he's not a threat to score. Well, in in his second year, I mean, he's still got some time to grow, but I don't think that's going to change in the next 17 games, Grant, 16 games. That's the point so, I'm trying to make. Yeah. That's, that's the that, and, and, and Ryan, I'm going to go right and, and talk to you why I don't agree with you about the defense. I, I don't want to hear about defense and spurts. Defense and spurts doesn't win you consistently in the NBA. The Kings are a bad defensive team. Let's acknowledge that. Let's all admit on the stream the Kings are a bad defensive team. Not, not an average defensive team. They're a bad defensive team. The reason why the Kings are third in the West right now and have a record of 32 and 25 is for one reason and one reason only. Because they have the top scoring team in the league. They roll the ball out and they're going to go, we're going to outscore you. Well, 
On nights when the shots aren't falling, Ryan, like lately from downtown, they're not going to win every night. They're going to lose half their games. The Kings in their last 10 or 5 and 5. So we know what they are. They're not just going to come out of the all-star break and start playing defense. They don't play defense. They're not going to play defense. They're going to either live and die on outscoring the other team, plain and simple. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right, Grant. And I mean, a, a spurt's better than nothing, but no, they're not going to play four quarters of defense. There's no, no doubt about that. But that's why, I mean, you and I, we had this conversation extensively. We talked about a backup point guard for this team. Yes. Because why not bolster the offense, right? Because one player is not going to make that difference on defense at this point for the squad. 100% correct. And I thought that Monty McNair should have gone out and, and gotten a backup point guard for this team at the break. Now, there are still a couple of players out there on the buyout market, and maybe something will happen during the All-Star break. But, like, here's Fox again tonight. He played 38 minutes. Now, you have nine days off. I know the All-Star game, but that's not really – that's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, you have to be concerned about this stretch coming up that I just read off with Fox if he's going to be playing 38 minutes every night. That That's not something that – you're going to love to see from a King's perspective. No, you're not going to love to see it, but it may be necessary. And, you know, we've seen what it's done to Sabonis, right? I mean, he's, I'm not going to say he's broken down, but he's definitely gotten banged and bruised throughout the season with the minutes he's played. Um, but that's why the Kings need to find different combinations with the players that they have that can give Fox that extra break that can give Fox, you know, maybe a minute before the end of the quarter and then get the, you know, break during the quarter or in between quarters and then back in the game. So uh, they, they've got to figure that out. Kemba Walker is not good anymore. I mean, no. trust me on that. I, I know people I've talked to in the league. I wouldn't be going after Kemba Walker. All right. Uh, I'd much rather have John Wall than Kemba Walker. That That's me. But again, um, it, it, here here's what I do know. Yeah, you can ride the back of Fox. But again, if he goes down for any period of time, you're screwed right now. You're absolutely screwed. You're right. John Wall is gone already. So thank you for that. Kings will slide into the seventh or eighth seed heading into the playoffs. You're counting on their draft rights to the Euro player to come in and play backup point guard next season. Oh, you're right. They are. They are looking at that for next season. But I don't care about next season. Yeah. Right? I don't care. I care about this season. Next season can blow up in your face. You can have a training camp injury to De'Aaron Fox or Sabonis, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, boy, we're screwed. I, go after it this year. This year, you're third in the West. You're 32 and 25. Don't worry about next year right now. Now, I'm not saying you mortgage your future, and I agree with Monty McNair for not doing that at the trade deadline, but right. this year is right in front of you. Make the playoffs this year and win a couple games in the playoffs. That's the goal right now. That's all it is. It, it's getting into the dance. Um, and I think they can do it. I, you and I, we had the conversation. You have them at a six. I think they're going to be a seven. But either way, technically, they're in the playoffs. That's debatable if the plan is the playoffs. But um, a, a collapse would be a catastrophe for Sacramento. So they're, they're all in. And I think they'll figure out a way to get it done. And you do have to get in this year. I'll tell you, can you imagine us coming on? After game 82 and the Kings didn't make the playoffs, that would be that you want to talk about bad karma, bad everything, bad mojo. You that would be horrible after everything that we've talked about this year and being at 32 and 25 at the break. If somehow this team slid 
Now, you made a good point last week. You said, well, Grant, if De'Aaron Fox gets hurt in the next game and misses the rest of the year, maybe we wouldn't think that. You're right. You're right. But if he stays relatively healthy and Sabonis and that were to happen, that would be a disaster. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I already said I don't think the city would get over it. Um, They would want wholesale changes at that point. And going into another season, it's just unfathomable. But I don't think we're going to get there. That's that's the point. And we talk about if Fox goes down, well, guess what? Any other player in the league could go down as well during that tough schedule that we're playing. Yep. So Absolutely. you, you got to look at the other side of the coin as well. All right. Uh, the uh, Clippers are playing the Warriors right now uh, in L.A. And uh, it looks like the Clippers have a good chance of winning that game. They're up 114-101 with nine minutes left. Not over. But the Warriors keep just falling off the map here. And without Steph Curry, obviously they're having problems winning. So 114-101 with 925 left. All right. Uh, final thoughts, Rhino, as, as we get to the All-Star break. Yeah. Um, I think don't, don't focus on the loss. I mean, I would take the macro approach. It's, yeah, Grant and I nitpick, but it's because we're just telling the truth. You know, it's yeah. not doom and gloom. Um, this has been a great first half of the season. If Grant, great. we came on game one and I said, hey, you're going to have two all-stars and be third in the West, would you say sign me right here? <laughs> hey, yes. So um, I'm excited. They just need more consistency and they need to fill the holes that they have offensively. And uh, it's going to be fun. I'm with you 100% on that. I'm going to look at the positives right now. I'm not going to look at their recent play. I'm going to look at the 32 and 25 at the All-Star break. I'm going to look on where the expectations were on opening night. I want to look at where the expectations were, Ryan. Do fans remember that this team started off 0-4? No. That's right. This team lost their first four games, and they're sitting here at 32 and 25 at the break. I'm giving this team an A. This team has exceeded expectations. As you said, two all-stars. There are nothing but positives right now for the Kings. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know how they're going to play coming down the stretch. But I do know this. If this team stays healthy, they'll be in the playoffs. They may not be a a three seed, but they're good enough where I firmly believe They'll be in the playoffs. And I've said this, and I'm going to say it again. Anywhere in the playoffs is a successful season. If you are the eighth seed and you're playing the number one seed, that's a successful season for the Kings. Even if you should get swept in the first round, that to me would be a successful season. That's right, Grant. If you get in the playoffs, you have hit the goal and you're playing with house money at that point. And it becomes a celebration. Buddy? Enjoy the all-star break. You too, Grant. All right. Appreciate it. That's uh, Ryan. We appreciate all the effort with the internet issues uh, right there. I will just say it's been a lot of fun doing these shows. And now we're going to adjourn for a week and a half. I've got my other shows right here on YouTube. But uh, again, I want to thank you for your support. You all have been amazing. Uh, Our numbers, you know, we've had over 30,000 on post-game shows before the first Lakers game, we had 35,000 people watching. We've been over 30 before. The other night, you know, in the Dallas game, a combined 20,000 plus watching these platforms. So 
Thank you. I appreciate your support. Ryan appreciates your support. And we're just getting started. You know where I'm coming from? This is going to continue to grow. Uh, if you have not yet subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. It would really mean a lot. And hit that thumbs up. We do appreciate it. We appreciate you. All right? You all are outstanding. Eddie, Lydia, Paul, everyone else. All right? You all are the best. I love doing these shows. So does Ryan. Make it a good evening, everyone. Unfortunately, not lighting the beam tonight. But there are many games left. Hopefully, good fortunes ahead for the Kings. So long, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.